Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Wow, do I have a treat for you today. You know, Veterans Day is on the way, and if you're like me, you're very thankful for those men and women who have fought, served, sacrificed for our country. And I recently had the pleasure of meeting Brian Ford, who is the co-founder of Burpees for Vets. And not just a co-founder of Burpees for Vets, but the founder and host of Self-Improvement Daily, which is a huge, huge podcast for self-improvement. Also, also in a past life, as Brian says, <laughs> he was part of a technology startup team that was later sold to a company you may be familiar with, Hyperice. Yes, we use the Hyperice products at Journey for uh, different recovery methods. So maybe we can touch on that today with Brian. But Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Travis. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for being on. I, uh, I'm very excited to talk about burpees for vets, but I, I feel like there's just so much to you as a human being. Um, so what inspired you first to start your podcast? I'd like to talk a little bit about that because I know that it's been a, a podcast with a huge following, helping many people. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to be listening to Brian's too. So uh, uh, Brian, yeah, can you tell me a little bit about your podcast? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. So the, the podcast is called Self-Improvement Daily, and it's basically two to three minutes of personal development insight every single day, whether that's a story I tell, something I read, something I learned, a conversation I had, an exercise I tried. You know, there's just a, a full breadth of ways that you can actually pursue self-improvement. And that's really what I hope to inspire in other people is just one little idea every single day that they're going to be able to take action on. I say that self-improvement is the culmination of uh, self awareness and self-acceptance. So as long as you're pursuing either of those, you're going to be moving forward in the right direction in your life. Um, but what's really interesting is kind of the, the reason that all started is because I was in desperate need for um, actionable self-improvement myself, right? I was kind of in a, in a phase in my life where, you know, I was a D1 student athlete. I played college soccer uh, at UC Davis. And after graduating and, you know, kind of hanging up my cleats, um, I entered the workforce and I was kind of getting chewed up and spit out just like anyone is who's kind of starting their career. And instead of being the person that is excelling in their life, like I always had been as a student athlete, I kind of just found myself as another person. And, and in that identity crisis of like, wow, I've always been a high performer, but now I'm just, um, I'm not, you know, what is going to be my response to this? So that's when I really turned to self-improvement to kind of build up the identity of who I wanted to be. But I had a lot of you know, difficulty when it came to, man, you know, it's like I can read and I can learn and I can understand things, but it's not changing my life. How do I actually start changing my life? And that's where I decided to make self-improvement daily, which is basically my manifesto to my own personal development journey. And I've been able to learn and apply and be accountable to those things that are, are serving me and are, and are for my best interest. And it's just been a really poetic and incredible process of documenting that, sharing with other people, and growing in ways that I, I never would have imagined had I not had the podcast. So it really is a you know a, a service to myself, and I'm glad that I can amplify it and share it with others. And uh, yeah, at this point, it's received over 15 million downloads. So there's been a 
large growing uh, an audience around that. And uh, just really grateful to, to be an inspiration for a handful of people. That is so awesome. That is very awesome. You know, that that's who I am too. You know, when I get on a journey, I want to take people with me. And so it sounds like you said, you know, I wonder how many other people, maybe this is you, Overcomer Nation, how many other people are kind of feeling like they're drifting, right? You know, that they want to be more. And that is the greatest journey, no pun intended. You know, our podcast is sponsored by Journey 333, but the greatest journey is one of self-discovery. The longest journey is the journey inward, right? Where we can reach into our soul and, and become more. Uh, that's that's really awesome, Brian. And, and you mentioned two to three minutes. Are you are your podcast that short? It's just like, you know, quick little snippets. That's right. Yeah, just a little sound bite for you. Um, and it, it actually, it's really helpful because some people who are getting started in their personal development experience or journey, they just need to kind of get their toe in the water to kind of really taste what it might be for them. So it's more approachable and accessible in that way. And I pride myself on being able to cover topics that, you know, on other podcasts might take 20, 30, 40 minutes in a conversation or interview. You know, every single word is calculated because I want to make it as impactful as possible. So I try and cover complex topics really and simplify them down to what you need to know. And that's what I can accomplish in only two to three minutes every day. So the, the format is very intentional in that way, too. I love it. I love it. Very digestible because, I, you know, as a franchisor, podcaster, coach, all those different things that I do. Uh, man, you know, I feel like so busy. I'm like, oh, I'd love to squeeze in another podcast. Well, there it is, Overcomer Nation. You got two to three minutes. I know you do. You know, even if you have a short drive to work, that will, uh, you know, fill your drive time. So that's perfect. Perfect. Um, I have a question. Is there a book in the future with all these nuggets that you've been applying? You know, people ask me that all the time. There is a book in the future, but it's actually not going to be too closely related to the podcast. It's actually going to be more about the kind of hybrid of my two career paths, which is this personal development side that we're talking about. And then the social impact side, which is burpees for vets and stuff I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. And really the, the concept for the book, just to kind of uh, lift the hood here quickly, is the definition of humility and how humility actually takes two different forms. When you think of someone being humble, that means they're willing to get their hands dirty. They're not above any task, right? They're that kind of servant leader. They're going first, they're leading the pack, right? And that's, you know, that's the side of humility where, you know, it requires you to kind of put your ego aside, um, you know, in service of the team and in working alongside the team. So, you know, a lot of people say, you know, that's kind of like, you know, giving, you know, it's like the, someone who's humble is willing to give without expectation. But the other side of it that's overlooked is a humble person also knows that they don't have all of the answers and that they're going to ask for help and that they're going to lean on the people around them. And that's where hum humility is just as much about giving as it is receiving. And, and that's where if you talk about the two sides of the coin of humility, then you're actually going to be able to facilitate the flow of value because you're giving and receiving and giving and receiving and allowing abundance and resources to actually circulate instead of being kind of held in containers that aren't accessible. So I really want to kind of, you know, share my ideas on how you can, you know, improve your ability to facilitate value by being more humble, both by being of service to others and through yourself, through personal development, but also um, enable to like being able to receive from other people, from the universe, from the resources that you have accessible to you so that you can amplify your own self. So that's that's the concept of the book. Wow, that is deep. That is really good. Um, you know, the law of the universe, in my opinion, is give if you want to receive. But so often we find ourselves hoarding, right? You know, we're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I collected this and I collected that. And then we tie our identity to it. And 
just not an advisable thing to do. Because uh, yeah. all you have is what you got. And who are you when you lose what you have, right? Yeah. Um, so let's talk. Uh, well, well, I do have one more question. And I know our audience is curious, too. Um, what was that technology startup that later uh, sold to Hyperice? Yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was a fun little ride. So the company's called RecoverX. Um, and basically what we invented is completely electric cold and heat therapy. So instead of going to a freezer and grabbing a bag of ice or a gel pack or filling up a water circulating machine to get cold therapy, you know, chronic if you have chronic pain or inflammation after a workout, whatever it might be, what we invented is a knee brace that is completely electrically powered and battery operated, where at the touch of a button without water, without ice, without any kind of circulating fluid, it gets ice cold in 60 seconds and it's app controlled. So you can actually select the specific temperature of your treatment. And that's, you know, was a first of its kind technology. The real innovation in it wasn't the, like the electric colder heat, you know, that actually exists um, in laptops and, you know, in other kind of capacities, but it's using that technology and being able to spread it the entire surface area of your knee and maintain temperature for a long enough duration against battery life to be able to actually provide a meaningful treatment session. So that's, you know, that's where a lot of the patents and the intellectual property and stuff is on is kind of like that ability to be able to spread temperature. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, kind of, if you go to the Hyperice website now, the product is called Hyperice X and that's kind of an ode to two things, Recover X being the name of uh, the company, but also it was announced on Hyperice's 10 year anniversary of being a company. And, you know, hyper ice being fast ice, this is literally the definition that they were building the entire time with their company is this is instant access ice. So it was very poetic in the way that uh, the acquisition happened in December, 2020. And I was part of the hyper ice team for almost a year after the acquisition to get the product to market and to get a lot of the regulatory pieces in place. Um, but, but yeah, it was, um, it was an incredible ride and, uh, just was was and am super impressed with Hyperice as a company. Could not recommend their products enough. They could not recommend their team enough. Um, it just was a matter of me stepping into my own passions and purpose uh, beyond that project and kind of evolving my career. And that's why I chose to let uh, chose to leave. Um, but so, yeah, so grateful for my experience with Hyperice. They're they're an absolutely great company. Yeah, we share your affectionate journey. Uh, we do a little recovery at some of our locations, and then we use Hyperice products. Uh, that is really cool. It probably comes with some recommendations of specific temperatures that are best for, uh, you know, different reasons. Uh, so uh, that it seems so much better and so much less random than let me just put some ice on my leg and help, hope it helps, you know, hope it gets the yeah. right temperature, hope my skin gets the right temperature. Very cool. Very cool. It's, it's literally cold. <laughs> it's very cool. Literally cool. And it's something that's worth mentioning. <laughs> I know, I was it's, like, <laughs> but something that's worth mentioning is it's actually capable of both cold and heat therapy. So if you think of contrast therapy as an emerging modality, alternating between cold and heat, usually you got to go from a bucket of ice to a sauna, steam room, uh, jacuzzi, whatever it might be. And this device can flip temperatures within 60 seconds from full cold to full hot. So it's kind of like this in your pocket contrast therapy modality too, which is first of its kind. So the, the, the ice side is the technologically impressive side, which is why I lead with that. But from a rehabilitation standpoint, it's the contrast therapy that is really unique. Yeah, I was just picturing all the different pro teams that must be excited for a product like that, where they're always trying to put their athletes in an ice bath and then into something warm and you know, all that kind of thing. That That is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, very cool. Yeah, let me say that again. Um, and so, you know, you seem like such an innovator, like, you know, there's a problem that needs to be solved. So I'm going to innovate something that 
uh, needs to be done about it. Like, for example, you know, I'm drifting and I need personal development. So I'm going to start this bite-sized podcast that many people can just, you know, use and take the journey with me or, you know, this hot and cold thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, how did burpees for vets come to be, you know, such an awesome cause? Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. So, I mean, taking a step back, you know, burpees for vets is uh, the brain trust of a few different pieces really coming together. But, you know, my personal mission and the reason that I'm even in the social impact space to start is uh, because I identified, um, you know, I'm young, I'm turning 30 here in the next month and a half. So I'm, I'm still young. And, you know, there are many people in my generation who are inspired to make a difference, but there are different association stigmas and kind of, I guess, protocols that are keeping people from trying to make a difference. And to me, that's just unacceptable. Um, and that's kind of where for purpose uh, our mission is to modernize what it means to be a philanthropist. Instead of thinking of making a difference through the lens of the philanthropist who can write the big check and get their name on the wing of a hospital and you know serve on the board of a nonprofit, you know that's all really good and important work, but that's not accessible to the average person. And if you're comparing yourself to that person, you're going to come short every single time. You're not going to feel like you have something significant to offer. And that's where you know for purpose, you know our mission is to make making a difference easier and more accessible. And also helping people to realize that they can make a difference exactly where they're at within their meets, you know, so that's, that's really kind of my personal mission. And then one of the ways that we've been able to actually deliver on that promise is through this campaign called Burpees for Vets, because, you know, Burpees for Vets is this appeal to the fitness community, which is, do you want to get involved in supporting an important cause this Veterans Day? You want to convert your Veterans Day workout and make a difference with your workout, something you're already going to do, but now do you want to make a difference on top of it? Cool. Here is your way of doing it. And you don't need to donate a hundred thousand dollars plus to make a difference. And you don't need to be on the board of nonprofit to make a difference. You can join this movement and through strength and numbers really contribute in a meaningful way. So that's really kind of how um, we see burpees for vets fitting into kind of the philosophy that we're hoping to bring forward with the company for a purpose. But the reason that that all came together in the first place is because through the podcast, um, I used to do interviews. I don't really anymore, but I'm hoping to get back to them because I loved them. Um, but I met a former Navy SEAL commander named Mark Devine, who is just an absolutely incredible person. He's a, you know, when it comes to Navy SEALs, it's kind of Goggins, Jocko, and Mark are kind of the three big names in the space. And he's got this really unique message, which is the mix of kind of self-discipline as i was talking about humility has two sides he says that self-discipline kind of has two sides one is the like the who ya you know get through it you know just be tough kind of discipline and then the other one is more of like this spiritual discipline where he can pair a lot of this very masculine energy around you know uh performance with the spiritual soft like receiving of of life in the universe um and his message in that way like you know like he was almost he, he says this right he was a you know a, a yoga teacher or yoga fanatic that used yoga and used meditation mindfulness to get through navy seal hell week training right so it's like he's got this really incredible message um and so i i basically was able to speak with him on the podcast learn all about him and we really hit it off and at that point you know i was forming for purpose and I reached out to him afterwards and I said, Hey, you know, like we're working with nonprofits. We've got this interesting model that we're looking to deploy. You know, is there any way we could collaborate, you know, your foundation, our group, see if there's anything we can come up with. And that's when the conversations really started about what burpees for vets could look like. And, you know, that was uh, last year was when burpees for vets launched. We were in touch probably six months prior to that and just kind of quickly pulled the trigger and, uh, and made it happen. So 
it's um yeah it, it's it's really kind of been a, a special uh it's been a special pathway to me finding myself in this cause area you know i didn't serve in the military myself and i'm not closely connected but i actually think that's an advantage because i am the person that we're hoping to inspire with the campaign which is an american very grateful for the sacrifices of our military service members and our veterans but not taking action on it and it's not as top of mind as you know i would like to admit but upon learning about the realities of transition and the issues and the opportunities that these folks you know can pursue with the right resources and pieces in place you know i became inspired and i was like how many brian fords are out there with with the right education they're going to be in a position where they want to dedicate themselves to this cause a little bit more and support our nation's heroes that much more um so that, that's really kind of the the shoes that i can put myself in in building this campaign is i am the person in the fitness space that uh we're hoping to inspire and get involved in this because at the end of the day we would be nothing without the sacrifices of our our veteran and military community um we benefit from their freedoms and veterans day is an incredible way to honor that and to, to give back in in the way that you can wow i love all that i love all that um let me go back to the beginning here real quick uh you said the mission of for purpose you were saying you know is to uh i want you to say it again if you could yeah it's to modernize what it means to be a philanthropist and so to to elaborate on what that means right so you know like i said philanthropy kind of has this title of being associated with the philanthropist with all the bells and whistles that i talked about but if you actually look at the root etymology of the word philanthropy philos and thropos uh it, it translates to having a love for humanity or a love for mankind it has nothing to do with writing a big check or giving your resources it's literally the intention to serve others and you don't need any kind of means to have that intention you can be a philanthropist as long as you have that intention and that's the definition that we want people to really understand and lean into and and make decisions around because then if people feel like they can make a difference they can be a philanthropist and they're a part of this movement and they're contributing to you know a better society they can do so as a modern philanthropist which is someone who within their means has the intention to serve mankind and uh in you know and kind of we also evolve that definition in talking about you know what are actual examples of making a difference and of impact it's not just volunteering it's not just donating your money it's also the conscious choices you make it's the energy you bring into conversations it's the ways that your work is making a difference the programs you're involved in you know instead of donating money to a nonprofit you can loan money to a neighbor when they're in need or you know take in their trash just because you're being a good person right there are different ways to make a difference you have no idea where those ripples are going to go so let's not limit the definition of it let's really embrace our personal potential to be able to make a difference with the the modern definition of philanthropy I love it. I love it. And, and you know, so often on Veterans Day, you know, as any good company does, <laughs> I don't mean to separate those companies who don't say you're a bad company, but I just think a lot of companies like to happy Veterans Day, uh, maybe sometimes a, a few tips. And I usually say, hey, you know, shake the hand of a vet today, you know, thank their service, thank them for their service or attend a ceremony or those kind of things. But you've given us a way that we can be a philanthropist, you know, so that is so cool. So um if you would uh, tell us a little bit about the logistics of how burpees for vets is a way you, you mentioned about changing up your workout for the day, but, but like, how does that help a vet? You know, tell me how it all works. If you totally. will. Yeah. So, so burpees for vets is basically this national burpee challenge where we're looking to inspire 1000 people from across the country to take it on. And I'm hoping that people listening to this are among that crowd. 
And basically, you know, the, the burpee challenge is your fundraise leading up to Veterans Day and all of the funds 100% go to five highly vetted nonprofits in the veteran transition space. We've looked at their statements and their programs, and we understand exactly the change that they're making. And we're supporting them. Um, and there's more philosophy around exactly why we chose them. I'm happy to get into. But basically, you fundraise for these five different nonprofits. And then for every dollar you raise, you do a burpee on Veterans Day. So you raise $500, do 500 burpees, $1,000, 1,000 burpees, $100, 100 burpees. And you set your burpee goal. Um, which also is your fundraising goal, right? So you don't get slammed with too many burpees that you don't, aren't prepared to deliver on. Uh, but, but the idea there is a lot of people feel overwhelmed with the idea of fundraising. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I'm inconveniencing my network, ask them to support this fun run or this 5K or this event, right? But with this challenge, it's a little different because instead of saying, hey, will you donate to this thing? You say, hey, do you want to make me suffer through some burpees? And there's, a, there's more of a competitive dynamic. And especially in the fitness space, there's a lot of those kind of like social competitions that you're going to be able to leverage for good with this workout and with this cause. So, you know, something that we actually do is we work one-on-one -on -one with everyone who raises their hand saying, hey, I want to be one of the 1,000 people. I want to fundraise. I want to do this burpee challenge. We work with them one-on-one. -on -one. And we say, here are your text templates that you can send out to people. Here are social media assets you can use to, to fundraise. Here are all the tools that you need. We have a full fundraising strategy for you. All you're going to need to do is just follow through on reaching out to your community with the ideas that we already have, and you'll raise your money in no time. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to truly convert their Veterans Day workout into this burpee challenge and for every dollar to go to the nonprofits that, um, that really need it and that are moving the needle uh, when it comes to veteran transition. You know, I could see uh, some members really enjoying the idea of making us uh, coaches do some burpees. <laughs> but that being said, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're really like, you know, I can't do a burpee. Um, well, maybe you can support somebody who can. But the other question I would ask you is, can you get down on the ground and get back off the ground? The reason that I say a burpee is a very functional activity is because we never want to lose the ability to get down on the ground and get back off the ground. I recently had a 500 burpee challenge uh you know we were checking oh, did in. you yeah we were checking in for the death race and uh the challenge was very impromptu because somebody arrived late so suddenly the registration line was told okay well we got somebody arriving late so you're all going to suffer you're all going to do 500 burpees i'm like i was thinking in my mind oh, oh my god i've never done 500 burpees before like that's going to happen right it's now. a lot <laughs> right, all right and so what happened is if you're in the front of the line, you did less burpees. If you're in the back of the line, you did more burpees. But like, you know, we would all go down and sometimes pause and wait for everybody to be together and then come up and wait for everybody to count together. And it became a very doable experience. I was just getting down on the ground and I was getting back off the ground. And um, yeah, of course, it was challenging. But how great for us to sacrifice a challenge, something that's hard for us when we're doing it for the ones that have sacrificed so much for us. So uh, I think that that is really, really awesome. Um, in fact, I'm talking about a Spartan event right now. And I did have the pleasure of meeting Mark Devine during the uh, pilot program for Spartan coaches. He was one of the guys that worked us out for several hours. Uh, none of us got certified. We were just kind of submitted to like 36 hours of exercise and Mark was there and I share your affection. He's an amazing human being and it was great to spend that time with him. What I do know though, is that there is a Spartan twist to this, right? If somebody uh, meets a certain goal, they get a certain reward from Spartan as well. So uh, could you tell me what that is? 
Yeah. Yeah. So Spartan racing is an incredible partner in this and Joe DeSena knows Mark really well. They've got a deep history. You were part of the early days of that. It sounds like, which is really cool. And, uh, and basically, you know, Joe and Spartan are committed to supporting our nation's heroes. I, I've been told, I haven't met Joe myself, but I've been told that Joe will drop anything for two things. He said it's kids and veterans. Anytime that those two different groups are involved, he's all about it. And he, um, he's just fully engaged and immersed in it. Um, so yeah, so Spartans culture runs really deep with military support and they're being very, very generous this year to be able to amplify this movement, not only reaching out to their own community and asking them to do burpees and, and donate and be a part of it, but also they're rewarding anyone who raises $500 and does 500 burpees with a free ticket to the Spartan race of their choice. That's any length, anywhere, which is an incredible incentive and even in conversation with them recently, they want to do more. They want to go bigger. And they're talking about making this happen for years and years to come too. So they're just an incredible partner. They're very generous. And, uh, and even the reason why we're speaking right now, um, because they connected us and again, the incredible work that you're doing with this cause. So couldn't, couldn't, you know, be more grateful and proud to partner with them. But yeah, if, if I've actually never done a Spartan race myself, but now I'm, you know, my goal is a thousand dollars and a thousand burpees. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts, but I'm also going to kind of finish that off with a Spartan race and, and give it a try for myself. Cause I've always wanted to. So for anyone who's looking for an extra reason to, to get in this challenge or to try a Spartan race, here is your, here's your reason. You got two in one. So it's, well, uh, Brian, yeah, maybe it's we'll great. do that first race together. Uh, at journey, we've been attending a lot of Spartan races. Um, uh, the Spartan organization has agreed to donate, uh, 30% of each race registration to a cause of our choice. So they are a very charitable organization. Joe is a, a driven man. I think his goal is to get 100 million people off the couch. Um, and if you ever go to a Spartan event, you'll see uh, groups like Oscar Mike or different uh, companies that are you know marching. They're not trying to go at a killer pace. They're just trying to get people out there, get them off the couch. And uh, you know, it saved a lot of lives of veterans because veterans just really didn't have that community that they were used to. And now they're out there and, and sometimes even missing a leg out there on that course, you know, doing a Spartan event. And it's just fantastic. So, yeah, a couple of great people right there that we're talking about there, Joe DeSena and uh, Mark Devine. Um, so uh, great alignment. Uh, now, you said that you would touch on the five different uh, nonprofit organizations that you've pulled together into this Burpees for Vets. So uh, if you would. Sure. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the community element of Spartan, because that is one of the center points of successful transition. So you're already ahead of the game here and knowing kind of what is really important for these folks that are transitioning yeah. So there, what we've, and again, this is kind of me on the outside looking in, this is the benefit that I've been able to add to the sector is I can be more diligent uh, about exactly what's going to move the needle the most when it relates to this cause. And what we found in conversation with veteran nonprofits, as well as military connected folks, whether they be spouses or, you know, service members themselves, we found that transition comes down to three different pillars. Those pillars are mental wellness, not necessarily mental health, you know, and this is kind of an important point is a lot of the associations with the military community or veterans that the public has are related to, oh, you know, well, veterans have PTSD and mental health issues. They're suicidal, there's substance abuse, there's homelessness issues, right? And there's an unfortunate stigma 
about kind of the issues of a veteran, which then obviously sets them up for a tougher path, you know, transitioning back into society. And this campaign really is meant to be one that isn't, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, it's actually, it's overcoming or rewriting that narrative that a lot of people think of, which is instead of talking about the issues, let's talk about all of the incredible qualities and attributes and characteristic traits and possibility that this population offers. So our positioning here with the transition lens is about empowerment. How do we empower our transitioning service members with the right tools and resources and communities so that they can succeed in their transition and continue to lead as the incredible leaders they are from their military service in their civilian life. So that, that's kind of an important piece to mention, which is a lens on top of the three different pillars that I'll get back into here. So first is mental wellness. So it's not mental health, it's proactive mental wellness because everyone needs that, especially you know with the traumas and exposure of military service. It's just an important thing to address. Second is workforce development. So how do you actually create a career that you have the skills for, that you're excited about, where you feel like you're contributing? And then last is community building, as I mentioned. So how do you actually find those people that you can relate to back at home? And how do you kind of assimilate your own culture and your norms that you kind of live with? How do you have points of reference that help you to kind of reassimilate and reacclimate within that? So those are the three pillars. And we have nonprofits whose programs directly serve within those three pillars. And those nonprofits are uh, you know, Mark Devine's Courage Foundation, they do a lot in the mental wellness space, but also they help build community with their, um, you know, their small teams and cohorts. They call them boat crews from Navy SEAL, uh, Navy SEAL days. Then there's Warriors Ascent, who also has a similar model within the mental wellness space. We're supporting the Honor Foundation, which is a transition resource for special operators, um, helping them find careers, but also they, they have a really holistic approach that's, you know, successful in all of the pillars of veteran transition. Then we have this, this group called Bunker Labs where there's a, they're a startup and entrepreneurial resource and community group for military connected folks who have an interest in business and starting their own business, helping them have a home and a running start into how they can succeed with that. And then last is Team Red, White and Blue, which is a fitness community group where there are chapters across the country helping veterans and, serv and transitioning service members to find a community around fitness so that they can stay active and that they can stay motivated, um, you know, with their, with their fitness. So those are the five different nonprofits that are receiving directly the funds that are being raised. And, uh, and it's really important to be able to amplify them and also their commitment to collaborating with each other because, you know, in the nonprofit sector, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of kind of territory that you're trying to maintain just because you want to make sure that your programs are taken care of. You know, it's, a, it's typically a very scarce uh, space, but with this campaign, we're having these five nonprofits come together and amplify each other in one single campaign, which is unprecedented. And that's where, you know, you as an individual who's looking to get involved in supporting veterans, you know, you can support five that are doing meaningful work. You don't have to make as many decisions about where's this money going and and exactly how are they, you know, making a difference? It's like, we've already done that work for you and you're contributing to multiple to make sure that the solution that you're supporting is as comprehensive and holistic as possible. And it's as high leverage as possible in changing lives in the military community. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you've done all the work for us, which is uh, really good. So, you know, you have the three pillars, the mental wellness, the workforce, the uh, community. Um, and then you cho you've chosen the nonprofits based on those pillars. So 
I, I think that sometimes there's controversy even over, oh, should I support this one? I heard this about that one. And maybe the money's not going to the right places or, you know, whatever the case might be. So you've gone out, you've done the research, you've created a reward. Is it, if I raise $500, I get a free Spartan ticket, right? And, yep. and let's remember that the reward itself is in being able to do something to give back. And I love how you highlighted that you are the perfect guy. I 100% agree you are the perfect guy because you don't have to be somebody who's already served or has a close family member that's already served. In fact, the goal is for there not to be this separateness, for us to understand that we're all one and supporting one another. And so um, you're the target person that we want to reach. We want to reach those people that are grateful regardless of whether or not they have those close ties. So that's fantastic. And um, if I'm listening to this, Overcomer Nation, if I'm listening to this and I say, okay, I want in, I want in. Um, I'm sure there's stuff that we'll be putting in the show notes. What is the, what's the method for enrollment? Yeah, it's, it's very simple. You know, like you said, we're trying to make, you know, as many decisions for people as possible because we just want people to step into action. You know, there's a lot of things that can paralyze people from action. I, I see that in the self-improvement space just as much as I see it in the social impact space. It's actually a very similar pattern. And, and that's where we've made it as simple as possible. So you go to burpeesforvets.org and you click the button that says register for the challenge. It'll take you into a quick form where, like I said, we pair you with a one-on-one -on -one fundraising coach. At the end of that form, you'll actually book a call with someone where they hand off and say, all right, cool. We're going to make sure we know your circumstance and we're going to set you up for success so that you can hit your fundraising goal and contribute in this way. So that's all you got to do is go to burpeesforvets.org, you know, burpees, F-O-R-Vets, V-E-T-S dot org. Or, and this is something um, that, you know, we've been collaborating around Travis, but for anyone who is a gym owner or a community leader, if they want to get more of their tribe involved and they feel like there is a way to participate beyond themselves in terms of, you know, the way that they're positioned in the fitness space, send me an email directly and then we'll be able to get the full strategy to get your tribe involved and what my email is brian b-r-i-a-n at for purpose f-o-r purpose.com and then i'll be able to share ideas about how we've got f-45 gyms d1 training gyms crossfit gyms journey gyms right across the country all getting involved in supporting this and getting their members involved in supporting it too so either of those works and can't wait for uh, us to serve this cause alongside each other because it's it surely needs it well, there it is. You just heard. If you want to skip the show notes and just uh, go enroll, then you can go to burpeesforvets.org. Or if you are a gym owner, and I know we got some of you out there listening, uh, you are my brothers and sisters, and uh, we're in this together trying to get people off the couch with Joe DeSena. And uh, then you can just email Brian at brianforpurpose.com. So that is awesome. Brian, any final words for our audience? No, I mean, I, well, I guess, yes, um, quick, <laughs> the, the quick version of it. And this is kind of me applying the social impact and self-improvement lens at the same time, which is, you know, what you do matters and the choices that you make matter. And while you might not recognize it in the moment, you know, making the healthy decision and diet or, you know, choosing to, you know, show up with positive energy the next time that you encounter a service worker or something like that, you have no idea how much those choices ripple into your future and the future of others. So if you feel like, you know, you, it's just a, it's a small choice and it's not something that really makes as much of a difference or spreads as far as you think you are completely underestimating the power of you and the power of the universe. 
So I would just encourage you, if you feel that nudge or urge to make a positive choice, whether it be for yourself or for others, always choose that choice um, and, and be able to be a part of, you know, a better world as we're creating it together. So just that a is, quick reminder. <laughs> that is an awesome reminder. Hey, if you think you're too small to make an impact and go to bed with a mosquito. <laughs> I heard that one the other day and I'm like, that's so true. In fact, uh, I think it's like one of the world's like, you know, most scariest predator because of all the different things you can do. And it's just a mosquito, right? It's just a little thing that can make a big difference. And when we're all doing little things together, it's a big thing. Um, it's a big difference. So Brian, thank you so much for doing what you do. Yeah, no, thank you, Travis, for the opportunity. This has been really fun. And thank you for all of your support so far with the campaign. We, we cannot make a difference without people like you and your audience. So really grateful and respectful of, of your contribution so far. Well, thank you. We're excited to uh, get this workout orchestrated and get our members involved and, and see who wants to pay which coaches to do some burpees or if they want to get paid themselves to do some burpees. Uh, you know, there's going to be lots of ways to participate. So thank you so much, Brian. We appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com.